to Cinema Hangover Podcasts, where three completely unqualified individuals talk about movies and drink. My name is Shannon, and I'm here with my co-host, co-hosts. Thank you, <laughs> Oliver and Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And Oliver is going to tell us what we're drinking today. Today we're drinking a classic, mm. some uh, Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola. Ooh, yes, they're absolutely classic. And as we're drinking mm. this, mm, this classic. <laughs> We are talking about, I don't know, maybe a future classic movie, Willy's Wonderland. Taylor, oh. will you tell us what this is all about? Okay, so, long story short, if anyone has played Five Nights at Freddy's, this is basically the Five Nights at Freddy's spin-off knockoff movie, but with the man, the myth, the legend, Nicolas Cage. Oh, God. My boy. <laughs> yeah! Boy! Yo, like, I'm just gonna say this right now after watching this well, movie. Well, oh, wait, hold on. What? What? Your synopsis of the movie is just that is pretty you, much the that synopsis. That is basically of the, movie. the synopsis. Yeah. Can okay. you do better? Okay. Uh, who, what if I haven't played Five Nights at Freddy's? Well, then you're a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyone listening that hasn't played Five Nights at Imagine Freddy's, imagine being uh, Nicolas Cage going into Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And Boom. It is creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, the animatronics are possessed. Everyone yes. knows who Chuck E. Cheese is, right? Yeah. Or is that an Alaska thing? No. 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 My God. <laughs> no. That would be hilarious. Chuck E. Cheese's Rat Casino. <laughs> you so. know what? That's actually a good way to describe it. Um, but essentially, Nicolas Cage is a drifter. Mm-hmm. His car breaks down. He's given a gig to uh, go clean, stay overnight and clean a, essentially, a Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. where the animatronics are possessed. Yeah. So, yeah, let's actually do a quick plot like breakdown here just to get everyone up to speed in case you haven't had the chance to see the movie so it's gonna be very quick so the movie starts off with nick cage driving this sweet ass fucking car like a car that i would honestly want to have like if this was in like gta i would steal that it's a mustang it's just a mustang fuck yeah it's a mustang but it's a cool looking mustang it's a cool yeah it is blue <laughs> oh really that's it like oh it's real it's like real fuck oh, <laughs> okay, okay. so he's rolling on down the street and next thing you know his tires get popped out due to the usual traps that cops lay out in order to stop high speed chase so he gets all his tires busted out he calls the tow truck he gets rolled into town and while he's at the shop the guy's like alright this is gonna cost like a couple grand so he's like alright let me give him my card uh, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, you know, $1,000. Hey, there was a couple of them. It made me so I just, like, rounded up to, like, a couple grand. So, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Oh, we suck all <laughs> So, and also note that Nick Cage is not saying a damn word throughout this entire movie. He doesn't say a single word. It's actually kind of cool. So. We'll come back to that. We, yeah. we will that come back to that. needs to be discussed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he pulls out his card, and the guy's like, we don't take cash here. And he looks over to the ATMs out of order, and it's like, yeah, we don't have internet here in this bumfuck nowhere town, so, uh, yeah. And he's like, well, shit. <laughs> well, what Except that he doesn't say well, shit, because he doesn't say a word. I know, I know. But, yeah, this is what's going on. I'm like, interpreting. I am in Nicolas Cage's mind, and he is saying, well, yeah. shit. Taylor is the speaker of Nicolas Cage's unspoken words. Yes. So, <laughs> while this is happening, uh, the repair guy's like, okay, so are you willing to work for it? So this is where um, he's offered the opportunity by the owner of Willie's Wonderland, the knockoff Chuck E. Cheese that's closed down and abandoned and this guy whose name's basically Tex offers Nick Cage the opportunity to clean up the place from 12 to 6 and by doing so he will pay for the cost of repairing the car and Nick yeah, Cage when he, like when he yeah he's he's gonna be there overnight 
and when he comes out, his car will be ready. Basically. Exactly. It'll be out in the parking lot for him. Exactly. Yep. Now, of course, is there's a catch. The animatronics that are within this abandoned Chuck E. Cheese-esque place is actually possessed by a bunch of serial killers. And there's one kid in town that actually knows about this, and so in the midst of him, in the process of trying to clean up this, you know, abandoned Chuck E. Cheese, the girl and her friends are trying to actually burn the place down because they know that this has had a series of murders and strange events happening. And at this point, I think if you go any deeper, you're going to spoil the movie. That's, that's fair, fair. right. That's like the, that's kind of what you need to know going into it. Uh, any further, I think, I think we're going to give it away. Not that there's a whole lot. I mean, not right. that there's a whole lot to give away. Right, They're possessed right. animatronics. If the idea, if the idea can of guess what's gonna happen Nicolas next. Cage being in a Chuck E. Cheese where the rat is possessed, mm-hmm. and that sounds interesting, mm-hmm. then, then, yep, go yeah, for, go it. for that's, it. That's what now, this is, basically. at this point, for us to... <clears throat> Probably deeper. doesn't sound interesting to anybody. But... Oh, no. well, <laughs> it but... sounds interesting to everybody. Especially because it's the cage. Yeah, it is. Now, <laughs> it makes it sound like he's like a, like a wrestling dash, like, and it is the cage! Cage, like, the cage. <laughs> <laughs> But um, in order for us to dive deeper into this, do you think this is the point we should dive into spoiler territory, or is there anything else we should say before we... I don't think there's a whole lot more you can say. Anything right. after this is just talking about how ridiculous the movie is, <laughs> and with that, spoilers come with yeah. it. So. Yes, it's like, wait, wait. Already. Yeah, no, I don't have anything to add. I think that you're right on the money that okay. at this point, uh, yeah, it, it, again, spoilers are light, right? Like, it... it it's you kind of exactly it's happen. kind of exactly what you think it's going to right, be, right? Which isn't necessarily a dig, but no. It, but it, it it if if you want to go in blind, this is where you should pause this, go watch the movie, and come back because I exactly at this point Taylor's about to spoil the shit out of this. Movie. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> and at this point, I anticipate everybody's coming back of watching this awesome movie. And holy fucking shit! If I could describe this movie in like a quick sentence, <laughs> it's basically like. The Doom guy came in and beat the shit out of every motherfucker because he's pissed at Chuck E. Cheese. Because he got fucking screwed by all these goddamn games as a kid. So he's exacting revenge and it's great. Woo, alrighty then. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Benson. <laughs> no, I'm seriously like... I don't even know what to say with this movie. I'm going to circle back because we mm-hmm. already brought it up. Yeah. Nicholas Cage doesn't say a word in this movie. No. And when we say uh, he doesn't say uh, a word in uh, this movie, he doesn't say a single fucking word. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple times where he should be saying something and he doesn't. Yeah. He, I, I, I heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I remember reading that the only reason he agreed to do the movie is if that is if he had no script. I, I heard about that too, um, yeah. Which I, so when Shane and I originally watched this, we've seen it twice now. When we originally watched it, we were like, okay, he has no script. So like he, He's not going to say a whole lot, right? Or, he, mm-hmm. or he's going to say something We thought it was weird. it was like improv. We thought yeah, yeah. he, he right. was going to just say what he wanted to say and in there that is moment. Multiple times where people will ask him a question <laughs> and he will just look them dead in the eyes <laughs> and just not answer, and they'll just be like, I don't know. They'll explain it away like, oh, he's just a man of few words. Yeah, <laughs> they're like he, dead he ass. He literally like... says nothing, mm-hmm. but he shakes it? his head once. He but, does, but <clears throat> he does have a dance number. Oh, he does have a dance. Uh, yeah. Are you talking about the pin, uh, pinball machine? The pinball machine. <laughs> the whole night. So the night is is set in hours where every time mm-hmm. his, his wristwatch goes off every hour, he must go and take a break Just like and, drink, and drink some sodas that he brought with him in a bag. 
which he's clearly like addicted to, and he cleans up a pinball machine in a kitchen and plays that pinball machine religiously every hour. Now, regardless I, of what's going on around it. Now, I have a theory behind this because oh, this is this. really like based off of Five Nights Freddy's. Like that's just like <clears throat> blatant more than anything else. So the idea that just came to mind because it's kind of funny. The only thing that he has is those sodas and they're basically like his power up like slash health meter so every time mm-hmm. like every hour he goes off and fights these animatronics he comes back drinks the punch and it's and like then, refueling his hp yeah and then the way that he's like you know cleaning off the pinball machine is like indicating his progress across the night so the fact that he's reaching that point where he's triumphant actually beating the pinball machine is an indication like oh hey he's about to win so it's That's- pretty yeah. good actually yeah, yeah i, I get that except that, that he also uses duct tape to cover his wounds oh yeah because he's macgyver and also because video games do that all the time where you have the most makeshift shit and the one you're picking healing that's, yourself that's i mean I, that's a that's a good point and also at the very end um well in spoiler territory when uh the young female character and him ride off he actually offers her the purple drink basically and she drinks it and it looks as if like oh shit this stuff's actually good it's like she's getting powered up too it's like a sign of like now you are in the worthy of getting the super juice and also i i really don't think that any character like really has a name i don't really i mean i think it's mentioned briefly like the teenagers have names yeah like Liv, chris and yeah but (laughs) nicholas cage definitely doesn't have Oh yeah, like in his credit, he he's he's called the janitor, and that's it. Yeah, he definitely doesn't oh, have a name, really? and they're not, and they're not really referring to any like the animatronics don't have names besides Willie, really? mm-hmm. and and you see, I think you see their names on posters. Yeah, like Simon and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but you don't really. The only time you get anybody's names is in passing briefly, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I so I, it's not like it's a character study. You're not like watching any of these. Yeah, no one and, really has a backstory besides Liv. Is that what her name is? Yeah, Liv. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one has a backstory except her, and her backstory is that she, her parents were killed in Willy's Wonderland, and she's trying to get revenge, and she's, a, and she's adopted by the sheriff. Yeah, so let's know. rewind a second. When mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage's character is going into this town, and he hits the police spikes, mm-hmm. that is essentially set up by the town. Yeah. So, the town sacrifices people to Willy's Wonderland <laughs> animatronics. There are a bunch of serial killers in, I think you mentioned it, that yeah. are ritualistically in these animatronic bodies. Yeah, so this happens, I don't know if they said, like, the time frame, like, every year? Uh, not sure if they did. I don't know if they really <laughs> gave a timeline, but this happens with people that are passing by, people mm. that they don't think are going to be missed, and Liv, one of the main characters was a victim at one point but she survived and her parents were killed yeah right so that's kind of her backstory with this I just and then she has a bunch of there. uh caricature friends that Dude, each fit an arch type i like swear they, they, they like you said they are this stereotypical teenage horror movie character and they do everything awful. and they do everything that you think that they would do which is dumb like at one point they literally have sex in a ball pit right uh as there's an animatronic that they know is like murdering people you know, staring at them and they're just kind of like oh yeah it's, yeah it's looking at us it's the thing was there was a point early in the movie where it seemed as if the characters were self-aware like these teenagers self-aware like why the fuck are we will we go in here this is how you get fucking killed i'm like please movie 
please be the one that actually tries to address this and be something even more interesting outside of the fact that we have Nick Cage, which already makes it cool. They make every but dumb no. decision. Exactly. Like, as soon as they enter into the fucking place, they're like, well, we became retarded. Yeah, they're like, they oh, that's fine. Well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got hit by the brain fog, and now we're special. So <laughs> special. Oh, but- <laughs> <laughs> Everything in me to edit that one word out. <laughs> and now this. <laughs> Anyways, there's a point where they essentially have to be in, the, they fall through the roof. Right, and that, right. that's how they end up in Willy's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, they know they're fucked. But then they all decide to go separate ways. Yeah, and do the dumbest Do things. dumb shit. Yeah, it, it, it's... At this, and at this point, Nicolas Cage's character, the janitor, or mm-hmm. whoever, whatever you want to call him, he's already killed, like, two animatronics, I think? Yeah. The ostrich and yeah. the gorilla. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, <laughs> he literally, to give context, he literally curb stomps the gorilla's head in a urinal. I'm yeah. glad that you just said that, because I literally put in my notes last night. <laughs> I was taking notes of stuff that I wanted to point out. First, the ostrich was killed, and... He literally rips his spine, spine yeah. out of the ostrich. And then, second kill, Gorilla comes at him with plunger <laughs> and then curb stomps him on urinal. Yeah. That is literally my notes. Yeah, so he literally starts fighting him with a plunger yeah. and then curb stomps him on a urinal. And, and I think that, for me, my favorite parts of this entire movie are the animatronic fights and kills. Oh, well, yeah. They're so, for like... Sure. But, I know it sounds weird, but they're pretty gory. Yeah, yeah. Or they're brutal. In they quotation, spray yeah, like oil, they spray like oil that's kind of like blood right. all over the place. And Nicolas Cage is like killing them in very brutal way, like yeah. killing them at, in brutal ways. I don't want to jump ahead, but at one point he's literally handcuffed with his hands behind his back, and he takes on two animatronics. <laughs> right. And he bodies one, and then he, with his thighs, crushes the other one's head <laughs> between his thighs. He's like, yeah. <laughs> And I think the best parts of this movie are those moments. Right. Yeah. Like, seeing how, like, he's going to be inventive and, like, taking out these animatronics. You're watching this because it's not the janitor. You're watching this because it is Nick Cage. Basically. Killing <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese characters While not talking. While right. not saying a word when he should be saying something. And I think even in the trailers, that was, like, the highlight of the movie. It's like, hey, you want to see Nick Cage beat down some Chuck Cheese-esque characters? Well, then watch this shit. And it's freaking great. oh god it's great it's absolutely fantastic and i think the thing about this type of movie is that it is an example of movies that just are selling on the personality of the actor themselves because that's something i've been recognized i recognize with movies that if whether it's through marketing or they just recognize the story is just meh and they need something to pull this forward they use emphasis on oh this actor and actress is in this movie check it out type of deal and this is definitely a type of movie where if it was anyone else, well, that's mo- I don't know if it's going to carry. That's like most movies, though. I mean, like sure. it's like most movies, you always see the headliner actor, mm-hmm. whoever the big name is, like you know, I don't know Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt or whoever it might be. Mm-hmm. And you, a lot of people, I think, just see that and go to the movie because they are granted like recognizable, talented talent, talent yeah. actors or good actors. I am actors. guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's literally Put Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie, and I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. What Lucy Lucy Hall or whatever her name is? Lucy Hale. Okay, well she's a garbage actress, and I'll go on record mm-hmm. saying that. And she'll, Shannon will watch any movie that she's in for the same reason. Uh, I grew up watching Pretty Little Liars. But this is like I will. 
this is this is like you know i don't even think people are attracted nicholas cage is almost like ascended beyond just being an actor <laughs> he is like i don't know he's like christopher walken status but it's just like oh my god it's like this it's guy's like, like a myth yeah he's like an entity and yeah. people like at this point he's achieved this like weird cult status where oh yeah he, i mean even he just had a movie come come out about him where it's like him and his multiple personalities and in, in movies the unbearable weight of massive talent which shannon is actually holding in her hand right now because it's just so funny when i think of this movie and then we've watched willie's wonderland before we watched the unbearable what is weight it? of massive talent whatever the long title yeah. it is the unbearable weight um it makes you just think back on willie's wonderland like he knows he just knows he's kind of a joke now, but not in a I bad way. I think it's a joke. But not in a bad way. It's I think like he he's plays kind of leaning into, into it. Yeah, he like, uh, it, he like knows what it. he's become, and you've it's just gotta, so funny. You've got to respect it. I mean, that's why, I, I I mean, I think that's why most people are, like, becoming attracted to Nick Cage in that mm -hmm. way, is that he is very aware of, like, what he kind of is, mm -hmm. and he's leaning into it hard. I mean, like, Mandy, mm -hmm. this movie, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, uh, we watched... Prisoners of the Ghost Land with him in it, which is horrible. I wouldn't. <laughs> but not because of Nick Cage. I mean, I, I guess a spoiler moment for that movie he gets a testicle blown off, and it's pretty hilarious. But the point is, is that he's entertaining to watch. It doesn't really matter what he's in, and he's like, like you said, he's like, I don't know, ascended into this mythical level, and that is why you watch this movie. Yeah, you don't watch yeah. this movie for Oscar-worthy performances. You watch it because Nick, Nick Cage. Cage is doing exactly what you think he's doing, which is going batshit on screen, killing robots. Well, have you guys, I know you have, Oliver, but have you, Taylor, ever Googled or YouTubed Nick Cage freakouts? Losing his shit. Oh, his shit. I think I've seen at least some compilation of that, yeah. So fucking hilarious. It's golden. And what I love, not to get off topic of Willy's Wonderland, but what I love about the unbearable weight of massive talent is he literally plays into that. Like yes. he knows that people make fun of him for his freakouts and he and you gotta does it. that in right. that movie. You gotta respect so. it. And, and he, he like, he, he's known for a lot of things. And in that movie, not to make this about that movie, but in that movie he plays into it. And even, I would say, even this movie, he plays into it. Right. The dance scene, the like <laughs> over the top, acting and like the funny facial expressions and like the pseudo badass moans he does sometimes yeah, right. a couple the, times he did some moans i was like what is this like pseudo badassness that he <laughs> puts on screen like it, it, it's it's intentional yeah, yeah yeah and one of the things i question is could any other actor honestly play this role as effectively as nick cage I, I think not. I think if any not other actor, I, I really do think that if any other actor went into this movie and played that role, not only not only would it change the entire feel of the movie, but I feel like it would lower the value. Ooh. It would be this would be like a straight to sci-fi channel movie, which is going to bring me to a point that I was going to make in that I think that this is my hot take mm -hmm. that when Nicolas Cage is not fighting animatronics on screen, this movie is not that good. I think, mm -hmm. I think that that is the most entertaining part of the movie. I think that they build the backstory yeah. for a couple characters and lore around it. And I'm just waiting for the next Nicolas Cage fueled. I agree. Craziness. Yeah. Thinking of I think what made <clears throat> me love this movie, especially the first time is going back to the fact that Nicolas Cage doesn't say a single word. <laughs> but, like, when we were talking about it, I 
genuinely thought that it was just going to be him saying, like, maybe a couple words, but it was, like, he was just going to say whatever he felt in that moment. And then just sitting there and watching him just not say anything and just be like, oh, my God, only Nicolas Cage would do this. Like, only, <laughs> when you are, only he would do this. When you are in on the joke, it's, it's a hilarious. way better movie than what it would be. But if yeah. you went into this movie expecting... I guess anything other than what's been <laughs> described here today, right. it's not good. Objectively, right. it's not a good movie. It doesn't right. have like crazy good effects, crazy good cinematography. The acting is really oh, bad. Really cool effects. Yeah, it's it's cheap though. It's not like I mean it. it yeah. yeah, I mean you could go back and forth on that, I guess. But it it's the acting is not good. Objectively, it's not yeah. good. And I don't think anyone's trying to be good. I think everyone no. kind of knows what they're in, yeah. right? And they. They all are kind of playing into that, but it's really fucking entertaining. True. I think this is definitely one of those movies where when you first one watch it through, it's, oh shit, this is actually pretty cool. But then because you're aware of what's going to happen and you go through the second run or third run, <clears throat> I see what you mean, Oliver, where once you're aware of the in-between stuff and the lore, it's not going to keep you going. Because the main thing for me that was, what was keeping me going in between was that, please, don't do the stupid teenage horror movie shit and do that. Nope, you're doing it. All right, well, See, I, I but like, at <clears throat> once, once they were kind of introduced into the movie, I just I knew what we were what going we were gonna for. get. Yeah, like maybe, maybe they were obviously gonna you be know stupid. That Nick Cage is not gonna die, mm-hmm. and you know that people need to die. Maybe Nick Cage should have died. No, just no, to throw everybody no, 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 no. Really should have killed him. No, <laughs> no. no. You're wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's you know, we now Shane and I have seen it twice. Mm-hmm. And um, both times it's entertaining. Like, there are times where, specifically Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. that, like, I we would chuckle even when we watched it last night because it is just so ridiculous. It's just so, so ridiculous. ridiculous. Even when you know what to expect and where it's going, it is, it will never not be ridiculous to see Nicolas Cage curb stomp a fuzzy gorilla in a urinal. That, the, fact the fact that that, that sentence that's is even yeah, coming exactly, out of my yeah. mouth. Like, that's never not going to be hilarious and entertaining. But it, it when you kind of know everything that it has to show you, I think, I mean, it is, objectively, it's not a good movie. Right, it takes time to be watching the movie. Yeah, it no. is a movie that you crap, crap. You crap, too. <laughs> 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 Woo, the Jack movie. Daniels is hitting me. It's a me. movie that you it, crap. Yeah, <laughs> it's a movie that you crap. It is a movie that you crack open several, several beers. Oh, yeah. I was it. just about to say, this is like, like drinking games. No, this, this, you, don't, you don't sit down and you watch this, this sober. Are, you you get drunk while there, you watch yeah, this. There are, two, there are two things that this movie would be great for. One, at a, like at a party, having a bunch of your friends over drinking and yeah. watching this movie. And two, creating a drinking game. And I'm sure oh, yeah. that there's a drinking Ooh. game with this. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, you should make a, gr- a drinking drinking game with this. <laughs> you know what? His <laughs> We're not, all just drunk game. now talking about Willy's Wonderland. Basically, basically, and I came up with a third, a third option too. If you played Five Nights at Freddy's and you're completely just like tired, done, or you've gone through the whole thing and you're like freaked the fuck out, watch this. So you can have that power fantasy. Just like yes, someone went through this and actually beat the fuck out I, of these I bosses. I agree as a one-time thing. As one time thing, too. Yeah, I don't know that a Five Nights at Freddy's stan is going to watch this multiple times and, like, love it. Is Unless like Five Nights at Freddy's stan? Yeah. Are you questioning if I asked that, or are you questioning what a stan is? And now I'm I have like, I'm like, what, like, what the hell? Like, 
Are you talking about, like, is that your name for someone that plays Five Nights at Freddy's? No. Whoa. That's oh, like, what? Do you don't know what Stan means? Eminem, like, I'm a, Stan. I'm a... Oh! A Stan Jake is... Jake Stan. Yeah, it's we like Stan, but I like... I wrote you him, but you still ain't calling. You know. Wow. Is this, like, a rare occasion where I don't know this every dictionary? Oh, my God. Like, are you getting old? Oh, God, no! <laughs> okay. For everybody listening, because apparently... Uh, apparently, it's it's not well known. A stan is a super fan. I think it's well known. Um, I think I think Taylor, Taylor is might weird. just not know. No, I just don't know. <laughs> Damn. Oh God, no. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, I think this 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 movie exists in a niche, but it's definitely going to be a cult classic. I don't know if it's going to be winning any awards or doing any you know awards tours, but it's 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 going to have an audience. I think an extended audience. For sure. I think the biggest thing for this movie is that it's going to be a part of the must-see. Well, maybe must-see or a prime this favorite. is a must-see? Well, I'm thinking for... If yeah, you had a Nick Cage father, Titanic, no, 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 no. and then... <laughs> you fuckers! Let me finish my thought! You bastards! No, I'm kidding. So, if you had, like, a Nick Cage list, like, what movies you need to see that is just pure Cage energy, this would be one of those movies that would be on that must-see list. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah. are you about to debate this? <laughs> yes. yeah. But I guess then while you start this, mm. what are your top three Nick Cage must-see list movies? Then? Lord of War by far is one of the best Nicolas Cage movies. Shannon can't answer this question because she's only seen National Treasure. So. <laughs> National Treasure is one of them, too. Um, um, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is, like, the finale of anybody that's watching Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. That I've is, had to see more. Yeah, name one. Good. I don't know. I could name one for you. Name one for me. National Treasure. Name another. Ghost Rider. Ooh, oh, I have seen Ghost Rider. Rider. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. I knew. I know. Yes. I know. There's I, another one. I feel like there's National Treasure Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like there's another one. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I, well, we can come back to this. This. This thought. That reminds me of uh, Con Air. It's been years since I've seen it, but um, and I think I only saw it on TV, but I think that's definitely one of the must-see. See, this thing about Nick's Cage career, from my understanding, during his, like... Pig. Oh, yeah, oh. we watched Pig together. I liked Pig. Prisoners of Ghostland. Yeah, that's true. I mentioned Mandy. Yes. Color Out of Space. You fell asleep during Mandy. Damn. But you did watch Color Out of Space. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've All of those, I made you watch. <laughs> so I don't know if that even counts. I still watched them. That's Got fair. There. Okay, that's but, fair. Yeah. That reminds me that as I'm thinking about Con Air and Lord of War and all these other Nick Cage movies, and this is basically the tangent of The Cage, do you think that from his earlier works from like the 90s and the early 2000s were definitely much more of his like dramatic, well-received, critically acclaimed base roles, but as time has gone by, that's what really cultivated his, not just, you know, the fact that he is capable of being a really good actor but also because he's done national treasure a lot of these like tangential movies that are varying in quality he's an actor who is capable but he's also an actor that does a lot of wild shit while other actors are a bit more particular about their roles he's like fuck he it i'll do it literally, literally anything yeah there's all sorts of memes and stuff about it but yeah i agree i think that if you're looking for serious nicholas cage movies you're not gonna find any recently although pig actually pig i would say pig Pig is a pretty serious Cage movie, but for the most part, uh, he, he leans into this Cage persona that he has, I think. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I think it's super entertaining. I'm here for it. And yeah. I, But I, at the same time, it's not like I'm watching some circus show. I also would watch him if he's in a serious movie, like I yeah. did with Pig. 
I'm honestly watching sitting at a bar drinking oh you know what <laughs> Wait, honestly, like, <laughs> we're complimenting we're complimenting Nicholas Cage and, and Taylor's like yeah I'd watch him at a bar <laughs> no, no 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 I'm Taylor sitting <laughs> across the bar as Nicholas Cage you sit in the dark in the corner of the bar the <laughs> well, while you were doing <laughs> that Nicholas Cage yeah. would probably be watching I'm, you too <laughs> right. yeah. yeah we can have a fun ass conversation no. at a bar I'm drinking you know it'd be, it'd be funny to see like a short film that's written and directed by Quentin Tarantino just having Nick Cage and some other actor and just or just Cage by himself just Nicholas just, Cage like, and Taylor her. in the corner <laughs> <laughs> watching him as he drinks no, I, I agree. I, like, you know, and he, I do think he's having this weird renaissance where he's like oh, yeah. coming back into the spotlight. He's leaning hard into this persona, and it mm. seems like more people know and watch and rally behind Nicolas Cage movies than they have in a long time. They're recognizing the power of Cage. The Cage. The Cage. All right, so I'm just going to circle back to Willy's Wonderland and okay. talk about how <laughs> fucking creepy that fairy animatronic, I can't even say the fucking word, how creepy it was. Wait, she was a siren. Her name was Siren. She looked like a fairy to me. But she was a siren. She definitely looked like a fairy. She lived She in, looked like Tinkerbell possessed. She looked she lived in like a fairy tale woods. Yeah, but her name was Siren. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Her, name, her was name was Siren. And she was like supposed to be like all And your name scenes. is Taylor. I don't understand what I don't understand what The whole idea is that her voice is so like, you know, like alluring that it attracts But don't sirens siren. live like in the ocean? Yes. Oh no, she could be an ocean fairy, but oh, fucking no, I'll get it. She lived in the forest yeah. though. Oh no, she could be like like she has dual citizenship in the forest and ocean. I don't fucking know. I am no that she is a fairy. Anyways, she was fucking creepy. Yeah. She yeah. scared me the most out of anyone. I will and I'll say I, will, I would have nightmares about that. And I will that. say there is only for me at least, there's only one genuinely creepy moment in the entire movie and it's mm-hmm. when in her scene, mm-hmm. the way that she like spider crawls backwards up yep, trees, so yeah. freaking that was actually creepy. pretty cool. That and was her cool. mouth and like just, she was like, she was creepy. I it, it's not like she was know, the only creepy one. Yeah, it's not like top top tier horror icons or anything, but it's like that that moment specifically when she was all crawling up the trees backwards, yeah. spider yeah. crawling. That was creepy. That was legit. Well. Yeah, yeah. And the way that actually reminds me of the scene where. So that that's the scene where that one kid basically gets like knocked out by both animatronics. I was like, "Fucking hell, kid! Could could have done some shit." It was. And speaking <sighs> of animatronics, I, I I noticed this yesterday. It was my first time or my second time watching it, but you know, kind of my first time watching it, knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, the reveal of the animatronics is super lackluster. Just like as we're commenting on the movie and, and reviewing it in general mm-hmm. um there's i feel like there's not really like much buildup at all Mm-mm. the first interaction is literally just the ostrich just walking up to him and him turning around it just like and sh- then it says i'm gonna eat your face and then it just goes for him well yeah shit hits the fan fast um, um, yeah there's not like any tension or any like i mean nicholas cage is cleaning and then he turns around and the ostrich is there and it's like I'm going to eat your face. And then they just start fighting. Well, yeah. here's the other thing, too. <clears throat> Both Cage and Liv recognize that as soon as you fight back, you're kind of golden. Because that's all you got to do. Once you fight back, it's like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of animatronics that are fragile shit. You can beat the fuck out of them. Next thing you know, oh, hey, you're kosher. Hey, I mean, they were the animatronics. Nighty Night was slicing dudes. We're pretty. Nice dudes. Yeah. They oh, were you're pretty... talking about the. Uh, 
Yeah, His that's true. Nighty night. Little chameleon oh character God. was yep. freaking strangling people with her tongue. Yeah, that was weird. I sweat. Okay, all right. I'm just gonna rip on this one scene. Fucking Chris, that dumbass mother. Yes, because it was so goddamn stupid what he fucking did. And okay, I get it. That was the whole point. Oh, when he trusted him. Why exactly? What happened? What happened is that uh, this character named Chris, he's hiding in an arcade in in Willy's Wonderland, and the chameleon comes out. The chameleon animatronic comes around the corner, and she's basically like. I'm not like the others. You can help me. And, and he like, just gets out of his hiding. Yeah. 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 He just get, get, and it's the most nefarious sounding voice ever too. And he just gets out of his hiding spot. And he's like, I can help you. And immediately dies. It's almost like this one. I'm like, does, do these characters just get instantly hit with like brain fog as soon as they <laughs> enter into these environments? Like I mentioned this earlier, like outside of the place, outside of Chris being a freaking like, you know, kiss also, ass to live. Really, also really quick. Chris is fighting over or trying to get Liv, right. which goes nowhere. Right, and that's the whole thing. It's that even the other characters know to that, dude, we get you doing this for Liv, but this is a dangerous-ass situation. We should just burn this bitch to the ground, and as soon as they get stuck in the freaking wonderland of bullshit, they get got and because they just instantly turn dumb. And it's like, what the hell? But also... I know we're. I know you're not supposed to look at like the knowledge or the in- intelligence behind this movie or anything. It's not meant to be like nitpicked, but also Nicholas Cage kind of killed get the shit out of them pretty easily. Like it didn't. Oh, really he really did. Like, it it didn't exactly. really seem like they were that. He, difficult. He is... And I get that it's Nick Cage, and I get that there's like you know. It, I it's wish not there was some to be... backstory to him. Like, did he serve right. in the military? Is he a former police I mean, officer or whatever? Because he, he was just a badass. No, no, no. And, like, like, the the hidden backstory is that he was the security guard in Five Nights at Freddy's. He just got done with that shit. So after like 10 years, he's like, I'm ready for this shit. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, yeah, it, it's, especially when they're out here literally like lopping people in half and, right. and killing people super easily. It, it does feel strange when Nicolas Cage is able to just kind of like body tackle them. And like, again, that's why he finds out. And... Yeah, like the Doom guy. It's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Now, I will say, there's this one scene that's like a pure, like, just like emphasis on like this movie's just like satirical and it's like Cage status for the win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh, there's. Oliver's dancing over here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there was this one spot in the film where Cage and Liv are facing off against the chameleon chick that just killed Chris because he was a dumbass, and he's ready to face off against this bitch, and the next thing you know, he gets the little beeper, he's like, oh, well, it was break time, and he's like, goes off. oh, he's like, just uh, leaves well, her. Yeah, yeah, no, no, even better, he's like, uh, no, hold on, hold on, hey, this knife I took from you, here you go, best luck, and he just rolls out, yeah. and I'm like, bruh, it's like, okay, well, shit, yeah. so he goes back into a safe house, fucking recharges the shit, plays pinball, while this chick's having the struggle facing off this civilian, <laughs> and next thing you know, once his time's up, I'm like, alright, let me finish my punch, he goes back out and just beats the shit, no, he strangles the shit out of her, she yeah. strangles her with his, her, her own, own tongue, tongue. Yeah. wait, I thought yeah. it was, he had like, a oh no, he did have a rope, you're yeah, right, yeah, yeah. he, he brought a rope, yeah, he grabbed, yeah. from the That's kitchen right. that he was in, he yeah, yeah. Like yeah, exactly, and he just like strangled her, like, oh, you like to strangle people, I'm gonna strangle you too, bitch, and it was great, and yeah, no, it turned out it was, it was like uh, it was a uh, pure justice. It was good, right? And at the uh, end, Tex and the mechanic end up getting their just desserts, and they get eat. Yeah. actually they get blown the fuck up by sirens. Now, was the idea that because and, the car was blowing up right next to the gasoline, like, like you know, ridden 
building that that was also going to go in flames too because that's what i was interpreting i guess yeah yeah because right as soon as siren was popping out of the trash can the camera was going back to tex and the repairman back to the siren and it's showing that the gasoline was still there so i was thinking that the movie was trying to indicate drops the lighter to blow them up it was going to blow up also the thing as well and then the fact that nick's case glasses was firing up too is the idea like oh yeah it's it's donezo yeah that's what i I was thinking i i kind of got the same thing yeah i i will say Mm-hmm. Now, not to be you know the rain on the parade or anything, mm-hmm. but this is not the first animatronic horror movie. Are you talking about Chucky? Nope. Oh, I'm talking about. Uh, nope. Wait. I'm talking about. Well, you know what Chucky is. Okay, but this like, is. The, I'm trying to. I'm Chucky trying to. I'm, yeah, yeah. Then I missed. Oh, okay. He's not animatronic. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about. The banana splits. Oh, the, the, the banana <laughs> split. <gasps> Taylor, you have to watch it. We're talking about the banana splits. It's funny because when we rewatched this movie, first, yes, right? yes, when we rewatched this movie last night, there's a scene in Banana Splits that I was confusing with it being in Willy's Wonderland, and I was like ready for the scene to happen, and then I was like, oh wait, that's in a different movie, and I was like, what is that? seen from and it's so funny that you said that because i completely forgot okay please explain to me what the hell this movie is the banana splits it's literally like the banana splits is a is if i remember correctly and and don't don't quote me but it's like it it was an actually famous children's show i want to say like in the uk or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. where it's like a bunch of fuzzy mascots i don't know if they're necessarily animatronics but no they're not they're kind of like barney kind of like barney like and, and like, yeah yeah, yeah oh, and they okay. and they like kind of dance around they sang us <clears throat> the banana split song and it was an actual show mm. for kids right mm-hmm. that was a whole thing years and years and years ago seemingly at random i i don't know the lead up i'd have to look into it seemingly at random recently like four maybe four years ago they released the banana splits movie mm-hmm. it's rated r and it's a horror movie with the same characters that do the exact same thing they're animatronics and they just fucking kill people mm-hmm. Jeez. it's great it is great it's actually good it, it, it's it's i think i don't know if it's again like great for what it is for right? great for what it yeah, is yeah. is it better than really's wonderland so I think so, yeah. yeah. I do think Damn. so. And that sucks because Willy because Willy's Wonderland has the cage. Yeah, I was about to say it's like, is it better than the cage? But but the banana splits has better effects in it, has yeah. better kills in it. it mm. It's it's like a better just overall better film. characters, not like that it's you know breaking any records, but But like, they also have your stereotypical dumb teenagers. Yeah, for sure. But it is. Because that was why I got confused by a certain scene. So that actually leads to an interesting thought that I've been curious about for some time. Has there ever been... Well, I'm wondering if Evil Dead is even in this, but I haven't seen it, so you guys are going to have to help me with this one. Has there ever been a horror movie where they had the teenage characters not act like fuckwits? Yeah, I mean... Yes. Yeah. I just can't... Yeah, We recently just watched one. Well, I mean, there's like. been plenty of... Of, are you talking about like teenage specifically like teenage horror yes movies? just like not falling to the cliche of yeah, all I mean, the shit i mean i i think that there definitely has i'd have to think for a second i mean even i don't know even like cabin in the woods they kind of become stereotypes is intentionally that the, is that the one with chris hensworth or yeah okay because i they heard like, good things about that one yeah they kind what? of be, yeah they chris hensworth in that 
Oh, yeah. You haven't seen that? No. That's a different... Oh, my God. But yeah, there she is, won't see it now. There is, def- <laughs> there is definitely horror movies, like teenage horror movies that have smart characters in it. But for the most right. part, they're always dumb. Um, I'm, I guess, well, I'd have to ask like what you describe as a teenage horror movie. A teenage horror movie is that these... You're talking about like the ragtag group of teenagers. Right, that... Like, that- Okay. If you put them into like a cliched, stereotypical horror movie, they would fall into the Scooby Doo roles and they do the stupid shit that really is Wonderland's basically satires in its own way, mm-hmm. by having them actually do the, all the stupid shit. But I'm wondering if there is a movie that either parodies it or actually goes against the grain or actually tries to there, explore it for like something of that there nature. There 100% is. I would have to. Think about it, but there, there, there is for sure. Right. The main reason I'm asking this is because the amount of times I've seen that in horror movies, you can like predict. But I think a lot of the time they play into it. Right. For sure. If if every character was super smart, there wouldn't really be a horror movie. But that's the thing. That's what actually encourages at least either the writers or something to make something even better. We did just watch one recently, though. I can't think of it. Like that's the idea. If you're actually dealing with like smart characters, <laughs> then yeah. that makes the like the whole horror movie experience even I better mean, because you're dealing with either a very clever villain or unique. Sub- Wait, well, it wouldn't count. I haven't seen it like the, the newer one, but that's dealing with kids and adults. Yeah, not I was gonna say like so. I've seen a lot of movies with kids where the kids are smart, but I don't know if I've seen. Yeah. It. I love that's the case where the kids are smart and the teenagers. Well, I've, seen, I've seen movies with teenagers in it that are mm-hmm. smart, but I don't know that I've seen like you know. You're talking about your like ensemble teenager group, and like, the media thing that's coming to mind. If anyone's listening, I know Stranger Things is a thing, but I'm, I, that doesn't count because Stranger Things is you know, it's, own, it's a show. Well, yeah. not just the fact that it's a show, but also those guys are confident, so it's fine. So the wretched has some pretty smart teenagers in it. I can't remember what that movie is. Bitch. That all aside, it does bring me to the real question, mm-hmm. which is. Do you two feel like the hype for this movie was deserved? Taylor? Oh, for the Cajun. Gee, fuck yeah. Was there much of a hype for this movie, though? I think so. I feel like... I think so. There was a very, like, devoted... Not that many people knew about it, really. Oh, I don't know about that. No, like... Anybody that has their finger on the pulse of the Cageverse... Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no, I mean, I remember hearing... I mean, I knew about it. And I'm not necessarily, like... But you know about all the weird movies that people don't know about. But that's I, fair. I mean, I even knew about this movie, and well, it's because it popped up on YouTube, and it's the idea that Cage and like this five, uh, like Five Nights at Freddy's s type of movie, like that's in of itself, so is a draw. So with of that, attention. with all that, do you think it, the hype was deserved? It's exactly what I expected. <laughs> Which is not bad. Shannon? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what I was expected. the hype that I gave it before making you watch it the first time deserved. Um. I think I liked it more than what I w- was expecting, but only because of how ridiculous it was. Fair. If that makes sense. Fair. Like, I went into it just being like, this is going to be the dumbest It wins shit you ever. over in its ridiculousness. It wins yeah. me over in its ridiculousness. Do you, do you think that it's something that everybody would enjoy? Do you oh, think that it's no. something that people, like, by and large, it's just a, it's just a good movie, like, people would, like, people would no. enjoy it? No. I think it depends on, like, if you can sit down and watch a movie and not take it too seriously and just have fun with it. Like, right. Like, I'm the type of person that, like, if I am in the mood, I want to watch a dumb-ass movie and just drink some beers, and this is a movie that I would watch. Well, you don't even that. 
watch rewatch movies to begin with. So. No, but yeah. this is like definitely a movie that I would throw on, throw on, yeah, crack open a beer, have fun with. Yeah, it. this is definitely one of those movies where it's a silly movie. Mm-hmm. This is definitely in that silly movie category mm-hmm. where it doesn't take itself seriously. As we mentioned earlier, watch it with friends. Like if you were just chilling with a bunch of friends, like hey, we got to watch a movie. This is one you pop on, grab some drinks, have a laugh. It's fucking baller. Yeah. If you're looking for a more serious <laughs> animatronic, I can't say that word. Am- animatronic. Animatronic horror movie. Yeah. Banana splits is probably the better option. That's even nice that even. is a little ridiculous. Yeah, but nice. out of the two, that is probably the more serious of the two i don't know how serious it is but i agree that it's more serious it's yeah. if you're looking for more of a horror yeah yeah version sure. of this movie that's the movie that you would pick this is just more of a fun actually movie. this just sparked a random thought do you think the animatronic like concept could be turned into a legitimately good or is like- there not a five nights at freddy's movie being made right now I mean, I that was what was being talked about before Release really Wonderland was even announced, and then Release really Wonderland came out, and yeah. I don't know if you'll ever get, like, a legit good horror movie out of animatronics. Well, I'm just thinking, like, if you can make it work, and it's all about clowns, and the phobia of clowns, you could kind of do the same thing with kids, or a kid stuck that decides to, like, okay, here's, here's a concept that could I think work. That, I think that there exists a scary animatronic horror movie. Or like, like when I say exist, that's what I mean. I guess like right. I, I think maybe that there exists in the mind a, of somebody. Like maybe if you do it from a point of view of a kid. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So I guess well, if you're like reason... comparing it to it, like if you are doing right. it from the point of view from a child, then yes. And the wretched is the same way, where it's the point of view of a teenager or a kid who's like, when when you are a kid or a teenager, things are scarier because right. you are not able to handle it the same way yeah. like an adult. Right. Would. And that is why. In like a quick side note, I feel like it chapter one is scarier than it chapter two because sure. it's kids facing off against some demon monster thing, whereas in right. it chapter two it's a bunch of adults. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so I think yeah, a movie where a kid or a young adult is stuck mm-hmm. in this situation, I mm-hmm. there could there could be a genuinely scary animatronic horror movie. Yeah, Banana Splits and Willy's Wonderland aren't trying to be that movie. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, both are trying to be more of a good time, kind of funny. Willie's Wonderland more so. A than good time horror movie. Yeah, I mean they exist, but I think, I think that this movie. I, yeah, I agree. I think it's a. I think it's a good time. I don't think it's. I don't think it's amazing necessarily. Right. Um, I, I, I think, think it's amazing. You think it's amazing? For what it is. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good time to then just segue right into. What, what would you rate it? What, what do you think? Where does this stand for you? <laughs> that is such a hard question, but I think for this movie... And really quick... Let me just... Let me put it on, like, the scale of just, like, fun, dumb movies. Mm-hmm. I think I'd give it a three and a half. Okay. Four. Maybe four. Out of five. Ooh, okay. Oh, shit. Really? Wait, wait. Three and a half, four. Which one? Oh, gosh. I actually really enjoyed this movie, so I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. For for what it is and yeah. for like just watching a dumb fun movie, I did enjoy. Yeah, it. for what it is, you think it's a four out of five. You're yeah. not saying it's it's necessarily as it's good as like a four out of five. It's not on the same scale as like 1917 sure. or Saving Private yeah. Ryan. For what ten. it is, you're saying it's a four <laughs> out of five. That's fair. What about yeah. you, Taylor? It's two point five. What? Okay, no. Uh, here's the reason. <laughs> it's a fun movie to watch. 
the first time through, especially if you love Nick Cage. But then afterwards, is it rewatchable? We rewatched it. Well, fair. And I had fun rewatching it. Fair, and that's fair. But is it something you actively will think about when you're like, ooh, I want to watch a movie. Ooh, I want to watch a horror movie. If, nope. Ooh, no. I want to watch a dumb, fun movie. Yes. Well, if you have a bunch of friends who want to drink, then that's for sure. But I mean, you think about the quality of the film itself. Yes, Nick. If it wasn't for Nick Cage, this movie would just be like. Ugh. But Nick Cage really does carry the film. Like it was basically like written for him at this point. Oh well, yeah. But outside of that, yeah, there are elements about it that's very like cookie cutter, cliche, and all that stuff. And the story itself is very bare bones and all that jazz. Honestly, it is literally just Nick Cage beating the shit up animatronics. That's like the selling point. Yeah. Outside if of that, you, that's if it. You, if, if it was a compilation of just Nick Cage kicking the shit out of animatronics, it would be a five-star movie. Yeah. But, Dude, it's, yeah. But it's what all, are you going to give it, Oliver? Is this what, our first disagreement? Wouldn't you like Ooh. to know? I would love to know. Me and Taylor uh, have a different I... opinion. So the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. for the first I think, time, I think I would have been. I think the in, on my letterbox, I think I gave it like a three and a half the first time I watched it. Thank you. Um, the second time I watched it, I am at like a three. Oh, it actually went down. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and it's and again, that's not to say that it's a bad movie. But I think if you were to ratio this movie out, there's not enough Nick. Cage insanity to the rest of the stuff, and I want just more of that. I want more of Nick. The whole Cage. thing is insanity. I mean, throughout the whole movie, there are moments where he should be talking and he yes. doesn't talk. Every one of and those it is moments. so fucking ridiculous, and it just like yes, every one of those moments so is hilarious. Funny, yeah. yeah every like one of those man. moments, you're like is sitting amazing. there just like, all right, you're gonna say something, like, and then nah. he just doesn't, and you're like. But there's How a lot is of the, there's a lot even of a there, movie. Is, there is quite a bit of the movie that isn't that though, and that is just the teenagers talking and roaming around. Yeah, and being but then scared. they all die, and it's fucking funny. And I think the movie does actively fast. Well, well, yeah, for lack of a better term, fast forward through that. It's like, all right, we're gonna put this in, we'll no, give I mean, context, it, and like, back to it. I'm gonna throw in there really quick. I probably should have thrown this in way earlier on. There is a scene mm-hmm. in the movie that is very hard to watch, and if you have, what is it called, epilepsy? Oh my! Or an epilepsy God. warning. This should have been brought up at the. There is top no epilepsy. Epilepsy. I know. I should have put it in, and maybe we'll I put it in the to. beginning. There is a scene. Where if you have issues with flashing lights... Are you talking about the scene where the dude with glasses is walking into that yep. room and it's all like flash... Yeah, okay. It uh, is hard for me to watch. It, and it's it's an extended scene. Yeah. yeah. It, it is not like... It's not short by any means. It is an extended mm-hmm. scene where one of the kids who has glasses... that I don't even know his name or his role. But he, he goes in this room and it's like just strobing lights. And they, they change pace to the strobing effect. And he's getting pursued by two animatronics and it's it is genuinely hard to watch it's really hard to watch i not because it's like brutal but because it's like it is flashing flashing lights maybe i should go back to my 3.5 but i i literally like i i can't watch that scene i Mm -hmm. had to close my eyes during that scene right and i don't even have seizures we're watching in a dark room too but it's hard to watch totally yeah it, it is it is a hard to watch scene so anybody that has is, is prone to epilepsy, it, 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 yeah, 
gets rough. That is yeah. A, that is a fair warning. It doesn't there affect. Is, there is no warning in the movie for that. No, so. it did, right. And, there's, and there's tons warning. of there's tons of movies that have flashing scenes like in clubs and John yeah, Wick. But and this like is like yeah. But this is long. Intense. This is yeah. long, and it it the strobing effect is it changes speeds. And it's yeah, that, that's a rough scene. It doesn't affect mm-hmm. my score. I, I I totally forgot about it until you brought it up. I know. But. I should have. I wanted to bring it up in the beginning of us talking about it, but mm-hmm. I forgot about it until we brought the teenagers up again because it was, it's it's right after they all split up. Yeah. Um, when this scene happens, so I if you are watching this, fair like, warning. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember why they split. <clears throat> Because, oh, but, wait, I think the logic was, like, the Chris character was like, oh, if we split up, we'd be able to find her faster than the two, no, but they, they the two her, characters wanted to fuck in the bar. Pretty much, yeah. She literally walked up, she was like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Yeah. Like, fuck, I told you to find really? something outside the goddamn <laughs> belly. Why are you fucking here? Now I'm fucking script. I don't know why I get her. <laughs> like, That's a really good impersonation. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I don't know what we were talking it, about before that, but I just ratings. really felt like I needed that's to put a, that in. No, that is a great point. I'm at a three, Taylor's at a two and a half, and you're at a three and a half. Yeah. That's, okay. Wow. It's, yeah, we that don't, agree, we don't yeah. agree on, on it. There's quite yeah. the range here. But, I just like, think this is the first movie we haven't really agreed on. Yeah, no. But it seems like we can all agree that it's not a masterpiece. No. I don't think it's um, really trying to be, though. No, but there is, you know, I... Me personally, I don't necessarily just give masterpieces five stars. Right. I can appreciate a movie for what it is, what it's trying to be. Like there, there are horrible movies, objectively, like really garbage movies that I would give five stars because I'm like, this is really entertaining, or I just I love this movie. Like, so it's out of entertainment value. Yeah, like yeah. I, you know, I'm. We're not talking about John Wick, but there's a ton of problems with John Wick. But I would give that very Ooh. high star ratings oh, because yeah. it's just a fun action movie, and right. I mm-hmm. and and there's comedies that are that way for me, and and horror movies that are that way for me. But this movie, it it's hard for me to give it higher than three because it could be better. Right. And the reasons that I plug this movie in is to watch Nick Cage be ridiculous and kill animatronics, and he does that, but not enough compared to the rest of the stuff that's going on. Yeah, like, if there's, like, a box collection of, like, Nick Cage moments movies, then and, this is one of them. And I think maybe I'm also partial, because the Banana Splits has better kills in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Better kills in it. Banana Splits clearly seem to have a bit bigger budget, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and so, seeing that and then watching this, yeah, it's it's tough for me to give it higher than three. Better, yeah. better than average, but not, not amazing. True. Yeah, the main thing is going through my... Oh, wait, Shannon, you're going to say that anymore? I was just going to say, I mean, before we wrap up everything and our ratings and whatnot, mm-hmm. I just remembered the end of the movie. Um, So did Nicolas Cage just kind of, like, adopt Liv? I think so. That's what basically <laughs> and what happened. And what the fuck yeah. was up with that? Uh, yeah, the, Liv was no. just, like, walked over. She was like, oh, hey, it's, it's Cage. He's and like, he doesn't say yeah. he, he literally the most... Yeah, I don't want to get too far <laughs> off this thing home but right. in the most dramatic fashion he looks at her and then he like swivels his head to the right oh my god yeah you're right yeah. and doesn't make eye contact with her and then he looks back and then goes in his car and she just gets in his car he just like and adopts her yeah and yeah, I was, the first time i watched it i remember thinking like is it like a, a sexual a sexual thing yeah. is yeah. it like a like, wait, adoption type right. situation but then i remember that her mom pseudo mom 
died, and she's obviously not too broken up about it, so he just yeah. took it on, I guess. Yeah, because fuck it. And, I just and, wanted to throw that one out there. Too, no, it's fair. That no, it's fair. Was just, I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. Also, um, I, I've just been, as I was watching through the movie, and this would be a funny compilation, I'm not sure if this is actually existing on YouTube, but just having a compilation of scenes where Nick Cage just beats down the animatronics with doom music playing on the background would be fucking fire <laughs> i feel like that would just be perfect so yeah if someone hasn't made that yet make it happen that'd be fucking awesome <laughs> uh. but yeah no uh, with that being said <laughs> i think that kind of wraps it up any other thoughts or comments regarding the film or what was tex's last name tex huckleberry fan i'll fucking know tex is Lack the state. Lack the state. Text. Lack the state. Why does his last name matter? We don't know half the was, characters' it names. Because <laughs> it's like a weird ass. It was a weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Huckleberry something. Was it really? Yeah. yeah it, was, it was weird. I don't even remember. Um, Oliver. And I just yeah, said that with my accent. Out. I don't even remember. It was Tex McAdoo. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, my name is Tex. McAdoo. What McAdoo. made you think of that? Did you have to say something about Tex McAdoo? Just, uh, it, it, yeah. It's it like, what was his name? <laughs> what did you have to say about Tex it's McAdoo? Like, his name was ridiculous. It's like, it's like that <laughs> dude. a really bad fake mustache. Fair. Yeah. Well, it's like that character from like the Fairly Odd Parents. Like, my name's like Doug Dim Dome. Home of the Dimsdale Dim Dome. Doug Dim Dome. Home of the Dimsdale Dim Dome. That's right. Doug Dim Dome. Home of the Dimsdale Dim Dome. We were about to end the podcast and I squirrel brained out there and I was like, this guy had a funny oh, name. If I don't say it, it's going to bother me. Tex McAdoo. Tex McAdoo. And Doug Dim Dome. Well, on that note, Tex McAdoo. Oh my God. I am at drink number two. Probably actually drink number four since I had two glasses of wine prior to this. Damn it. I thought it was actually going to match you because I'm on my second drink too. Some yeah, bitch. I'm on my second drink as well. So. Uh, Shannon is still beating us on the drink counter. But I swear, by the time we have like. Count, she got to start before we were even ready. So. True. But I swear to God, there'll be a point where we like look back on the drinks and she's going to beat us by like two. Like twice as many drinks. I swear. Well. <laughs> It's been fun. This yes. has been Cinema Hangover Podcast. Talking about Willy's Wonderland. Okay, out of context, that sounds really questionable as hell. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> how we end the podcast. Well, yeah, you're, you're nailing it. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, please. <laughs> all right, everybody. This has been Cinema Hangover Podcast. This is Oliver signing off. This is Shannon. And this is Taylor. You guys have an awesome t- night. Day, wherever the fuck your time frame is, and yep. catch you next time. All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers, y'all.